T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What up, everybody? It is 10 a.m. in the District of Columbia. You're listening to B. Mitch and Finley, both of us, Live, in person, in the prison cell studio, in the Navy Yard part of town. Good morning, Brian. How do you do? I'm good, Jay. What's happening with you? You talk like uh, we both were gone or something. Uh, I, I wasn't gone. Were you gone? You were gone. Nah, not really. Yeah, you were? No. Oh, yeah. When, you, when you're doing a four-hour show by yourself, you know that somebody's gone. <laughs> that, that I believe. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you, bro. They didn't give you anybody? They didn't need nobody. They didn't need nobody. They offered Linnell and you it, said no? It, you know, I think, it, it, no, I, you told me you were all Friday and Saturday on Monday. And for some reason over the weekend, I, I saw one of your texts. I see you in the morning or something you said. And it threw me off. And you know, when you by yourself, you just have to prepare and you can think differently. But when you do that first 20 minutes and you realize you wouldn't think it, you thought you were going to have somebody to share oh, the 20 yeah. minutes with. I, I when you get, get to about 17, you're like, what? Okay, what else can I say about this? But yeah. you know, it worked. It worked once. Once I got through that little moment, everything was good. I no, I, I hear you, and uh, you know, it, it's weird being away, especially as combine stuff's unfolding, and you want to kind of chime in. I um, don't worry about it, dog. Do dude, like, when you're off, you're off. Right. The amount take of, your mind off of the work. The amount of texts and DMs I get, and I appreciate everybody that listens, man. Like we really, really do. But like. If you're calling, if you're texting me because you're mad at me that I took a day off, like, now I, I recognize I'm not in studio all the time, but we don't take a heck of a lot of time off around here. Hey, man. Tell them they're number one. Yeah, exactly. You're number one. <laughs> you're number one. So much to discuss. Uh, last week was the scouting combine. Kind of we're, we're watching a lot of the fallout from there, both on the draft side of things, but but also on the free agency, what's going to happen next side of things. If you want to check out, we've got the 58 Foundations of Waterproofing poll of the day. You can find that at the B. Mitch and Finley account. Did you watch the NFL Combine? I, I think by and large people do in some capacity. I'm not sure moving everything to the weekend, like the quarterbacks, the running backs, I think you're better off putting that on like Thursday night. I, the NFL knows what they're doing, so who am I to offer? But, I mean, they 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 know prime time. You can go with the weekend easily, and uh, people are gonna follow it. But I just hope that these people get it right because uh, I was li- listening to a lot of uh, GMs and coaches, and there are GMs and coaches on the same squad that have different opinions about. Am I going to go with the film I saw or the combine? And the dude Ballard in Indianapolis, 
he say he's looked at people in the combine, I'm signing him. And it's worked with offensive linemen. And the, the coach Steichen now is saying, I got four years of film. The combine may enhance some stuff, but it's not going to make me just change my whole mind about what I think about you by watching you on film. So I, I, to me, I think Richardson's like the most compelling case of this because his combine is out of this world. But, but, but see, Florida's on TV every week. Is his so combine I've out of this world of this. or was his athletic skills out the world? Because in his passing, he was inconsistent. Without somebody checking people, even in the combine, that's true. He he ran so well. So maybe people are just getting excited he can about flip the numbers. Backwards, right. you know, so a guy go do a backflip. Oh, he's athletic. There's not anywhere in the football game I'm expecting him to do a backflip. He was missing all of the. the you imagine if that's just like the next evolution of football. <laughs> people just start backflipping, backflipping all over the place. He he missed a lot of the mid range and short routes. He was just off, inconsistent, like he was during games. He was fifty three percent. Uh, when you look at the other guys compared to him, even now with, with uh, Levis, Levis, he can throw the ball through a wall. He just don't know where he's throwing it most of the time. Sure. Stroud, they made Stroud look great because he was knocking things down. And then he got a little inconsistent at one point going deeper, then he got right on point back with it again. But ultimately, what the quarterback does in the 40. I like Stroud. I, I do young like and Stroud. But I I'm like saying, a lot. what the quarterback does in the in the 40. Or a shuttle drill, something like that. Okay. Can he maneuver in the pocket? Can he deliver the ball where it needs to be? Because I'm telling you, if I have to expect him to go do a, a backflip, he, he gets first first pick for me. So here's some positions where I, I want to trust the combine more because college systems can be so much different than what you're going to run in the pros. If you're a – if you're an old lineman – Mm-hmm. That was durable in college. You didn't miss a lot of time for injuries. And you're unsure if they're a good run blocker or you're unsure if that left foot drops fast enough. Like, you're unsure of some stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the athletic profile is off the charts. I care about that. Because I, I don't know what you're getting coached. I don't know what your system is in college. Yeah, I think for linemen, it, it could possibly help because you can see the fast switch muscle fiber in them. Totally. Okay? Even, like... So, so, but, but the ultimate thing is this. The NFL is basically what college is now. Look at the offenses in the NFL. They are basically going to spread, shotgun, and everything looks exactly like it looked in college. We look about 10 years ago or farther, and the college was all shotgun doing all this stuff. NFL was under-centered. Now the NFL does exactly – they are now imitating what college does. At one point, the NFL should think like, well, we're, we're the NFL. We do it a certain way. Now they're copying college. So the offense, the offense is, is helping. I think the defense that you're gonna have to figure, figure out because let's look at college defenses. With the best teams, they give up 30, 40 points sometimes. Totally. That, it's, so for me, O line, I care about the combine mm-hmm. a lot. Pretty much all skill positions. I I care about the tape way more, except Wide out. If you're a wide out that tests off the charts and you just played with terrible quarterbacks, like at, at some point, yeah. all right. I, I, it's, it's a lot of that that comes into it, but like the guy that goes to the combine and runs 4 2 or 4 3, and every ball that hit his hand, he misses. Right. And he was missing all the balls in the game film, too. I don't care that he ran a 4 3 at the combine. 
Because, you know, there are a lot of four twos and four threes that walk around every day. What's up, dog? Man, you remember when I used Yeah, I remember when you used to do it. But you got to be able to put all that stuff together. And I think that's where it happens. That's where it gets messed up sometimes. But I, I, it was just strange to me that the head coach and the general manager on the same team kind of had different opinions about how they look at the combine. I, I don't find it strange. I, I've been saying this, and this is perhaps like an unpopular opinion. I have I have oddly unpopular opinions about two men that live in the state of Indiana. And they're fairly similar. Uh, Chris Ballard is the mm-hmm. Colts GM. Yep. That gets propped up like he's really, really good at, at what he does. And I don't believe they have a playoff win under his guidance. Um, maybe he was there prior to that. But everybody's like, oh, man, you know, Chris Ballard with the Colts. Like, they just draft and develop and can't find a quarterback. And I'm like, well, all right, forgive me. In 2018, they won a playoff game. In 2020, they lost in the wild card game. I think that's when the Chiefs had a crazy comeback on them. I don't remember who it was, but somebody had a crazy comeback on them. They've been good, but the theory, like, oh, dude, if he just had a quarterback, that's 70, 80% of the league. Yeah. And I don't know. I That Indianapolis situation sounds unique. What was the offensive lineman from Notre Dame a few years ago? Very, very good. He, he got drafted there, I think, as a guard. Nelson. Nelson. Yeah. And he said his words were, when I saw Nelson in the combine, I knew I was drafting him. Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson played great all year. Right. He played great for three, four years. So you, uh, there's someone that could go out there and tell you, oh, what he did in the combine made me go. But you had already seen him play. You know, I can't believe you just saw him at the combine and said, well, I'm going to get him without all that. Because he, the dude didn't play terrible. If he had played terrible and then went to the combine and showed up and you said that, I might, I'll believe you. But since he was great and was considered one of the best offensive linemen, all year. Then you see him at the combine, and you say, oh, what he did at the combine made me draft it. I'm like, lie. Sixth overall pick. <laughs> yeah. he was <laughs> Consensus so, All-American at Notre Dame. If, if he had sucked for four years, and then you draft him in the sixth round because of the combine, I would totally believe you. Now, but he can't be great, and then he, all of a sudden you draft him and say you did that because of the combine. Now, I, I, I will say this, and linebacker kind of – the second and third level defensive players, I, I care about their uh, their numbers. Darius Leonard, who I think now goes by Shaq Leonard, yeah, uh, the linebacker that the Colts drafted out of, I want to say it was South Carolina State. Um, that that's something you got to give them credit for 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 identifying a player that's, you know, South Carolina State in on ESPN every Saturday. So you, you found a guy there who's been great. I think he has an all-pro season on his on his resume. Here's my other guy, and I'm going to make this a little March Madness specific. <laughs> and I don't even know how to look this up, but every year you go into the NCAA tournament and people want to talk about Purdue. Matt Painter, great guy, whatever it is. Has, has Purdue been to a – they certainly haven't been to a Final Four. The guy's been coaching there for – I want to say 20 years. Yeah, but see, they, their expectation in Purdue is not to win the championship. It's to be They're in the top five. But, it's, but it normally, for them to be in the NCAAs and they get to the eight or the 16, that's great. B, they've won the Big Ten since he's been there four times. He's four-time Big Ten Coach of the Year. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've had enough of Matt Painter love. I, I Apparently, maybe he's a great guy. I, I don't know. Um, whole lot of sweet 16s, 
an elite eight in 2018. Pretty sure they had a, a lottery pick and two seven-footers, and they lost to St. Peter's last when, year. When, when Purdue gets into the NCAAs, People there's, get hype about Purdue there's, landfill. There's Not already me. there's already seven to eight, maybe nine teams that they feel they can't beat. And then they get to the Elite Eight, and guess what? That is success. Kentucky get into the NCAAs, Duke get into it, you know, those type of schools, Louisville, and they, guess what they expect? Championship. The mindset is totally different for some people. That is why you get a college coach in a certain at a certain university, and they can just bring that certain level of success every year. They stay there for their whole life. But when they go to those bigger schools, you go there and talk about, oh man, we went to the Elite Eight. They will fire you because of it. Yeah, I mean, that, he's that, in a good situation. You know how much I love Gary Williams. The 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 crap that Gary used to catch for not going to the Elite Eight and only getting to the Sweet 16. And then finally, he, of course, broke through and got his title and everything else. Um, important day, Landville. There's a few things I'd like to discuss kind of as, as we move forward, as we embark upon our radio afternoon. Uh, today is March 7th, 2023. At 4 p.m. is the tag deadline. Uh, that means any teams that are going to use the franchise tag or the transition tag, uh, you got the exclusive and the non-exclusive franchise tag options. You only got till four o'clock to do it. By far, the headliner of what may or may not happen is Lamar Jackson. And I don't know if Valdez is still running around. I, I, I'm curious, and we can even go around the room on this. What we all think will happen with Lamar Jackson, and, and I'll include. They're gonna be tagged. I'll include Daniel Jones too, because he's I, gonna be tagged too. I'm quite curious what happens with the Giants and DJ. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. Those two guys making the same amount of money. What a world, huh? And then Carr signs, and this average is more than both of them. You got over 100 guaranteed, 150, $150 million dollars total contract. I think Gino's getting to like Gino is getting 40. A, he's getting a three year deal, and I think it's right around right at 100, 100 something. So it's gonna be 30 something a year. But he probably. But I think make, he's getting fifty-two guaranteed. He's gonna make more money than Lamar Jackson. And I will say it, and I'll say it again. And I know we. I talked with uh, Barry yesterday, and I said, "This is not the reason the franchise tag was created. It's now been weaponized, as he stated." Yeah, I, I believe it has. I, I think we're seeing that unfold with Deron Payne. Frankly, is hey, we can keep him around at nineteen. This, this young man will probably make 22 on the open mm-hmm. market. Now, that is not nearly the same delta that would exist between the QB tag and what Lamar could make. I, I mean, I think if you're Lamar, it's 45, 50 mil. And I think, I think, obviously, it's the fully guaranteed portion of this is what we hear anyway. I don't want to pretend like I've spoken to Lamar about this. You're right about that. You you hear that's what he wants. And if now they arrived at this from very different angles. Yeah. But both Kirk Cousins and Deshaun Watson got the fully guaranteed talent. But I'll say this. And if you're Lamar, you think you're better than both of them. If I think I'm better than both of them, but I look at this. Deshaun Watson signed what, how long of a deal? Is it five years? Deshaun, yes. Five years. If I'm Lamar Jackson, see, this is where this is where I agree with you. He needs an agent. Because agents can sign that thing and make it a fully make the guarantee of a hundred and fifty, hundred and sixty. But guess what? After three years, 
it's an escalator clause in that thing to where you make them have to redo your deal. And then when you look at the five years, you would have gotten more than $234 million in the contract. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And there, there are so many agents out there right now, when you let your guy go out there with the non-exclusive tag and he could go negotiate with people, they put the poison clauses in there where the team that may want to keep you have so much dealing with the salary cap, they can't bring you back. So this is what I'll say. I know what Lamar wants to do, and I, I, I really appreciate that. But try to take it into your own hands because they have slotted the salaries in the NFL. I think, but he needs a a, a, a a agent or somebody who speaks to sports lingo to manipulate the hell out of that contract. And after three years, the Ravens are saying, "Hey, let's redo your deal. I'm gonna give you some more money. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you an extension on this thing." And then he will see he would he would exceed the 234 million in guarantees. I think with the agent stuff specific to Lamar, I not only understand, but damn near would advocate for first-round rookie picks unless they want all the other stuff that an agency brings you, and that is a a stylist, a publicist, maybe somebody out there working to get you other deals. Right? Maybe to find your own one better than them and cheaper. You might be able to, but you yeah. might not, or maybe you don't want to have to go look for mm-hmm. it. If you're a first-round pick in the NFL – and everything is slotted. There's nothing that an agent is going to get from for you from your NFL contract. There's all sorts of other stuff you might get, mm-hmm. but a first rounder, it's all written out in the in the PA agreement. Yeah. So if you want to skew an agent for that deal, the first year, yeah. First, the other part that I think gets misconstrued, agents are generally making about two percent. People think it's ten percent. It's two. So you you could argue that. You're better off paying it, but I, I don't fault anybody on a first year on a rookie contract if you're a first round pick because once you get two through seven, those contracts have all sorts of little clauses. I all still, that stuff I still matters. think even in that first year, you got to get a lawyer, someone to look oh, at it because course. teams. I don't trust NFL teams; they will slip something in that thing and screw you in a heartbeat. Of course, yeah. but when you get to a second contract. Mm-hmm. When you get to, I would argue, any if you're a if you're a starting caliber linebacker and you're going to get a three year deal, get a professional man, get somebody mm-hmm. get, like, and you can vet them. You can interview ten of them. You can go to boutique agency, giant agency. You can go to a lot of different people. But I would want somebody that has done this before because you know who has the people on the other side of the table. Mm-hmm. They've done this before. They know every trick. They know how to. I mean, I didn't. I had a player once tell me that he fired his agent because the guy didn't double check his injury guarantee, and then he got injured, and then the guarantees fell out the bottom. Wow. So he switched agents. Like there is so much legal nuance to this stuff. But Lamar's clearly his own person. I think he's going to get a boatload of cash wherever it is. Brian. I don't think they're going to put an exclusive tag on him. I think they're going to let him negotiate. Yeah. Because then, hey, you want to see what the market has? Let's all find out together. And they let me, and I promise you, you put a non-exclusive on me, and you let me go out there, you'll never see me again. Because I, the, the team that I'm going go to that, that's gonna talk with, that I know wants me, Atlanta. I'm going to have a clause in there you won't be able to match. Well, I think, I think at this point, the Ravens don't want to go not fully guaranteed. 
So right. you don't I mean, need a clause if some other team will do it. But they don't. They don't if another team's going fully guaranteed, then he's out. Right. And then and we're going to see what you got. You got to come up with some picks. See. How about this, folks? Spring is in the air, and it's time to start thinking about enjoying the great outdoors again. Whether you're planning on hosting a barbecue or soaking up some sun, Offenbacher's has got you covered with the highest quality outdoor furniture, hot tubs, swim spas, and game room merchandise. Picture yourself relaxing in a hot tub or getting a vigorous workout like Beamish Vigorous in a state-of-the-art swim spa. Have some fun in your backyard or your game room. Offenbacher's carries the most beautiful, comfortable, and durable products to bring you years of enjoyment. No one beats their quality, prices, service, or integrity. Offenbacher's has just finished an expansion of their Herndon showroom. Come see an even bigger selection of merchandise to choose from, including a clearance center where you can find a whole bunch of heavily discounted merchandise priced to sell immediately. Check out Herndon or any of their four Offenbacher's locations, Annapolis, Rockville, or the sister store Great Gatherings in Gainesville. If you got little kids you need something to do, just take them to Offenbacher's and let them run around. The staff is nice and the kids enjoy it. Visit offenbockers.com and don't forget to mention that we really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. JP Finley sent you. Brian Mitchell. What up? Um, wanted to talk about something. You've lived a... I don't want to say charmed because you've worked incredibly hard for it, but you've lived a life where you've crossed paths with a number of extremely successful people. Is that accurate? I would say so. Business, sports, Wall Street, sugar cane, all over the place. The car <laughs> business. Sugar cane. You, you know a lot of people. <laughs> yep. And, and I'd argue, and I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but you know a lot of rich people. A few of them. A couple. There are there are rich people that are super nice and hospitable and generous and philanthropic. And there are rich people that are jerks and misers and try to cut every corner possible, right? Yep. Just like just like poor people and middle class people, they're just people. There's yeah. good people and there's bad people. It's like when you get a lot of time when you get more money, you become more of a jerk. One thing I typically point out when I'm having discussions about rich people, however, be, and and I'm curious what you think. Rich people typically don't like giving away their money. They don't like overpaying for things. When you're really, really rich, you tend to be, not always, but often really, really smart, and you will shop for the best rate on products. Because you can. Does that sound right? Yeah. So, as 
as the world turns with the sale of the commanders and the focus of the world is, oh, my gosh, is Dan going to sell? Oh, my gosh, are all these 8 million things going to happen? Oh, my gosh, is the NFL going to take his property? No, they're not. You you know how long the line of lawyers would be if the NFL tried to seize Dan Snyder's property? Mm-hmm. It'd, be, it'd be worse than the traffic at Dumfries. They don't have to try and seize, though, because they have a thing that's in place where they can. Well, they can make him sell it yeah. and put him on the clock, yeah. right? But a lot of people seem to think at some moment Jeff Bezos is going to swoop out of the sky and make this multi-billion dollar offer that will blow everyone else away and that you know why he's going to? Because he can. Because he's worth 100, 120, but 150. he's not going to spend money, unnecessary money. He's smarter than some we've seen that negotiate against themselves. The thought that I, I think here's the one thing I want to dispel right now. And, and Landfill, when you go to the, what is it, the chapters function on the Odyssey app, and we have to say what each segment was about, this segment is we're dispelling a Jeff Bezos myth. The myth that he's just going to pay up to $7 billion because he has to pay a tax to buy the commanders, I think is nuts. Yeah, I've long thought it was nuts, and I don't think it's happening. I agree with you. I don't think Jeff Bezos is going to just come in. Now, listen, if it was 6.8 and he said, okay, 7, that's understandable. Sure. If it's not at 6, he's not jumping to 7. He's not that fool. He'll say, I'll wait for the next one. And the Washington Post reported that he began a, 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 a discussion, at least, with Allen and Company, the investment firm that has handled transactions for David Tepper with the Panthers. And uh, and I believe the Waltons in mm-hmm. in Denver, and that led a lot of folks to thinking, all right, that means he's buying Washington. That's because people are just anxious for things to happen. There's other teams that are going to be for sale. Yeah, there's another team in Washington that's going to be for sale mm-hmm. in Seattle, Washington. Yeah. So the the thought that this thing has to happen now here, I, I think. One unfortunate byproduct of, I would say, particularly social media, but also just like the amount of media that exists is people will take things that make sense, just things that line up and say like, oh, well, if this is happening, that must be happening. I say all of this because I think it's worth pointing out. It was brought to my attention this morning. I did a, a, a quick Google search. Do you remember the level of excitement when it was announced that Amazon was building HQ2 in Crystal City? Yeah. In Ireland. That's been put on hold. Hold. Yeah. Does and, and you, if you recall, these were contracts and, and proposals that damn near every major city in the United States put together the most enticing, intriguing bid for Amazon to come build a new HQ2. So they're based in Seattle, and then they were going to build one in New York, build one in D.C. Mm-hmm. New York, and, and I don't know enough about the specifics here, but it's my understanding that like the community kind of ran them out because of the, I guess, the low-wage jobs. I thought that HQ2 in Arlington was going to be more of the the high blue co- the white collar high paying jobs. But what I know is 
Amazon has halted construction on its HQ2 development in Virginia. Mm-hmm. So I read an article from the Washington Post, which Jeff Bezos owns, and they point that out probably seven, eight paragraphs down. One thing we've heard, Brian, is uh, and we have our, our guy Ben White on every week to talk about economic trends, whatever. Because if you don't think money is all that matters, you're nuts. Tech companies are getting blasted right now. Mm-hmm. This I'm quoting from the Washington Post here. Amazon's pullback is part of a broader trend among tech giants who are cutting jobs and tightening belts after overhiring during the pandemic. Facebook parent Meta is planning a second round of layoffs after letting go of 10,000 workers in November. Google's cutting 12,000 roles, and Microsoft is laying off 10,000. Seriously, that sucks. Our hearts go out to those affected. I continue to read here. Amazon may have been the most affected of the group having scaled up its operations to meet the surge in demand as people sheltered in place and turned to online ordering in mass. In spring 2022, as it reported its first quarterly loss in seven years, I'm going to repeat that one, Landfill, for the folks in the back, its first quarterly loss in seven years, Amazon CEO Andy Jassy said the company had overhired and would scale back. Last summer, Amazon announced it would have to scale back the growth of its logistics network and make cuts to consumer-facing divisions like retail. A few months later, the company said it would lay off 18,000 corporate employees. Mm. And yet, a lot of folks out there are convinced this dude's going to pay an extra billion dollars just because Dan Snyder's being no, mean to him. He's not going to pay an extra billion dollars. And, and I've said that before. Like, the thing about it, and I, I kept using the Albert Haynesworth situation, Jeff Bezos is not going to come in and just negotiate against Jeff Bezos. He's smarter than that. You know, we 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 watch our team go out and offer $80 million to Albert, and then nobody else offered, then they offered him $100. Carson. He, he should have waited a little long. He might have got 110, 115. Who were they negotiating against to get Carson? No one. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. You That's buy why this you do team? you do like I'm doing. Take that wait and see approach. When this thing happens, it happens, and until it does, just have the mindset that it's not. Because <laughs> at times it seems like it's not, but I think it's going to. Something's going to happen. We, we agree with that. I just think. In no way am I saying it's impossible Bezos ends up owning this team. I'm not saying that. But the theory that he would pay anything over, what would you think, be a 10% upcharge? Yeah. He's not going to sit up here and just blow it out the water. Because let's be real now. We've heard all the talk about who doesn't like him. And if he has the end result, He's not going to just make you happy. He might make you, oh, I'm going to offer more, but I'm not going to give you what you want. Dude, I'll pay a little bit more for a nonstop flight, right? I'll pay a little bit more for a nonstop flight out of DCA so mm-hmm. I don't have to drive to Dallas for BWI. But I'm not going to pay that much more. Yeah. A- equate that to this scenario. <laughs> exactly. It all adds up. Yeah. Uh, if they're at 5'8", I might give you six, <laughs> but I'm not giving you seven. So you can say you got me? No, no, no. If you want a good deal, you want a square deal, you want a fair deal, go to the cloakroom. Nominated multiple times for best overall gentleman's club in the country, and it just got even better. 
Located at 50K Northwest, Cloakroom is the first gentleman's club in the U.S. to have a sports book. Place wagers at traditional betting windows or kiosks while enjoying the entertainment. If you're not into that, go all the way up fourth floor to the year-round climate-controlled sports book and lounge called Over Under. State-of-the-art retractable roof, TV showing all the games. March Madness is coming. I'm going to be over there. I'm going to be drinking Pappy Van Winkle with Jason Perkins. I recommend you show up. Enjoy hard-to-find booze. They got drink specials every weekend, transfusions. If you're into that sort of thing, light on the grape for me. Check them out, cloakroomdc.com. Not at all. I I think I'm, he might pay a tax, but he's not going to pay a ridiculous one. Right. You want to park up front? Fifteen more dollars, dude. Goes from thirty to forty-five. You don't want to get tickets? Thirteen ninety-nine. The the other thing <laughs> that I, I fear we've we've caught ourselves yet again, the collective we as sufferers from Ashburn syndrome is, man, you know how much money this thing could be worth when they get it right. That's you, not. You remember that's when, not incorrect. When when Denver went for four point six five. Everybody was saying seven. I'm like, I don't know if it's going to jump that high. Because you have to also realize this. The practice facility and the stadium, they're looking to do a new one. Somebody's going to look at it and say, hold on now. What makes you think it's worth $7 billion? If it had been kept up, I can understand. But right now, I don't see that. My people telling me, like, 5.4. That's what the other people would tell you. And then you go, no, no, mine say seven. Of course yours will say seven. Because you're the one that's trying to capitalize. What do we talk about every day when we talk about John Lee? He gives you money to fix your place up to get top dollar for it. What is the one thing everyone has been noticing that has not happened in the two facilities that they own? They have not kept things fixed up. Look at what you have here. Infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Got a really old practice facility and an old stadium that's quite run down. Both need money. Yeah. But surely, Brian, you've got this iconic brand. Do you? It's not what it used to be. Got a new name. And as much as if they ever win, I think the new name will be as embraced as the old name. But yeah, it's it will. It's not the same. It ain't the same. It's not there yet. I just I just believe that, and I've said this before, you remember every time something would go down, they would grab those, those trophies and run those trophies out. But when they had to connect with the past, they never wanted to connect with the past. Now, you've changed the name, and some people that are fans are stuck with the past. They don't much cheer for this. So you lost a lot of your history and your brand name, Cachet, in that little sense. You know what happens if you're able to buy the Seattle Seahawks? And I'm just talking big picture, not anybody specific. Mm-hmm. Great stadium. Great practice facility. Depending when they're sold, you probably get a little cheaper of a number on it. Mm-hmm. Seattle, smaller Smaller metro area than Washington, D.C. Had 620,000 fans come through their gates yesterday, last year to come to Seahawks games. Mm-hmm. Washington had 
520,000 fans come through their gates to Commander's game. Revenues. If you read Don Van Natta's article, ESPN.com last week, true bombshell article, he reported that revenues for the commanders were down around $150 million a year, mm-hmm. which is still an asinine amount of, lot of money, but they got big asinine expenses we, too. We're looking at it, but if in, that, in those arenas, it might not be. Now, twenty twenty one revenue for Seattle. This is per Statista, which I, I'm not familiar with, but they have revenue for every NFL team. Five hundred eighteen million dollars. That's like three, three, three point something times more. <laughs> Pretty good. So maybe we'll just... and, let's, and let's remember this. It would be less. Cost of living probably a little less in this area. So Bezos may be able to spend less and make more. Isn't that what any businessman want to do? I don't know anything, but I find it very hard to believe that Bezos is going to $8 because he knows it's the only way he can get this thing from Dan. Just look at the whole universe, man. Eh, I don't think it's going to $8 billion. I don't think it's going to seven. I don't think it is either, but I'm saying. My boy Jason billion, Linehan. That, that's, a, that's a, like, you know, you have nightmares, and then you have these dreams that just lie to you. That would be a dream that just lying to you. I have a bet with my boy Linehan, and perhaps he was, I, I, I'll give him an opportunity to walk it back. He guaranteed that it would go for over seven. And I said, sure, that that's action. Steak dinner. I think I'm getting a steak, Make, make sure you get a tomahawk, too. <laughs> I'm telling you, he, he lose, and when he loses this one, he should pay for it. I'm getting steak, Oscar. You, get you, the crab you, meat on Yeah, hey, you could get a tomahawk with crab meat on it. Get the cra- tomahawk with the big old thing and about 26 ounces of meat. At the end, you can eat that for three days. Barstool Nate joins us next. Don't go anywhere. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 